Hello and welcome to the African Admission Podcast. My name is Amos Kennedy and in this episode I chat with Phil and Jack who served short term in Northern Kenya. So I guess guys if you want to just kickstart off by telling us a bit about yourselves, maybe Jack you want to go first and then Phil. Uh, so yeah, sure. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm Jack. Um, I was I was raised in Lincolnshire, um, farming family in the middle of nowhere. And then four four years ago now, I moved to Bristol, uh, where I'm training to be a vet um, with with global health um, specialty, which is sort of like pandemics, which um, has been timed yeah timed perfect. Um, Definitely. And then yeah. <laughs> and then so yeah, two two three years now. Um, um, I guess I went um, and went out to Kenya. Uh, the far north the Garba tribe Dakana like um uh, like you were saying Amos um uh, so yeah yes that's that's that me I'm in uh, my fourth year at the University of Bristol currently sat in Bristol now um although it's very much a sort of desk work day-to-day nowadays <laughs> fourth year yeah I was wondering earlier and um, what stage you were you were at, at the minute so you have one yeah. more year to do is that right uh so another two um so this year's the the pandemic um uh, uh, the year when we sort of we specialize uh, so this is the the global health year and then perfect time head back to vet yeah yeah <laughs> head back to vet september um yeah for two years but the last year is all practical so it's kind of on the job sort of thing yeah okay good stuff uh, and phil what about yourself you want to tell us a little bit yep uh, my name's phil i grew up in uh, nutsford uh, which is a, a town in cheshire just uh, northwest england so just south of Manchester. Um, that's where I am at the moment. Um, I in 2014 I went to university down in uh, Swansea and stayed there until uh, 2018. I studied German with a, a sandwich year in um, in Bavaria, and I then stayed on in, in Swansea to do some uh, teaching English or teaching English as a foreign language work. Um, for about a year after I after I graduated, which then led into kind of the uh, the mission trip, which eventually I took out to Dukana, which which involved teaching as well, um, which which took place uh, just before the the pandemic in when was that 2020, um, and I'm now back uh, looking for long term um, long term work. Um, I'm doing some temp work at the moment, but had a bit of a crossroads with the career stuff and, and work, but have some uh, applications out and just, um, yeah, looking into the next steps at the moment. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, so, yeah, I guess we've already sort of touched on it already. The fact that um, what connects us all is that we uh, were all in Dukana short term um, from mm-hmm. one time to another. Um, so, my next question is, what were you guys doing there in Dukana whenever you were out there? So Jack and I, obviously, uh, for those that don't know, we were there uh, at the same time. We overlapped um, and Phil was there just last year. So uh, Phil, maybe off the back of what you were just saying about um, being there last year in 2020 and uh, mm-hmm. COVID hitting, um, do you want to maybe tell us what you were uh, going out there initially to do? Um, perhaps what your plans were in the first place mm-hmm. um, and then sort of how that um eventually transpired in the end with the pandemic yeah so uh, initially i went out to uh, it, it was really to just get my foot in the door and an experience mission and to and to shadow um missionaries and, and to see what the day-to-day life of uh, a missionary was uh, and that was um 
uh, I was allowed to do that with with the family out there. Um, the, the 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 Andersons um, who who I lived with. So before going out, I. I knew there would be some teaching involved, but I thought there would be a uh, a bit of a mishmash of different jobs and helping in the church and helping wherever I was needed, basically. Yep. Uh, as it turns out, when I got there, the ministry could always use help, but it was quite well staffed. And it, really, the, the greatest need was in the primary school, the, the local boys primary school. They they were desperate for a English teacher and a CRE teacher, Christian religious education teacher. And that kind of uh, fit the bill quite well with, with my training. So I was happy to step in and, and teach, really. Um, so actually, uh, when, I, when I got there, it was, it was teaching mainly, which filled my days um, for the first three and a half weeks uh, after I reached Dukana. Um, uh, and then it was, uh, then we, then we hit the pandemic, uh, Kenya, I think before the UK shut down big institutions like schools and courts and then outdoor marketplaces. So I was, the school where I taught was shut. Um, and that kind of, uh, started the, uh, yeah, things started to go not wrong, but, uh, <laughs> I didn't have a, um, if I were to have stayed, I wouldn't have had work, I suppose. Uh, yeah. So um, at the same time, then that week when the, the schools were shut, I was kind of recalled by Africa Inland Mission, uh, my UK coordinator who advised me that border border closures were inevitable and indeed they were after I came back. So it was, a, it was the right thing to do to come back a little bit early to avoid all the... Um, difficulty of travel yeah. so uh, i came back after five weeks of what would have been a three-month placement okay awesome so yeah having that cut short i'm sure was um, frustrating in many ways and, and confusing at the time and um, <laughs> yeah uh, it, it was uh, i'm sure you I didn't did. want to come back as, as soon as that um no i did i did a prep in place yeah i did ask the question because it was uh, the initial email i got was kind of a yeah. It was advice, and I did say, "Well, can I can I decide, or am, am I being told, in, you know, in a nice way?" And um, uh, but it was the right thing to do. Uh, the, the advice was correct. And uh, having said all that, the the five week stint I had was um, was great. Um, it wasn't a weekend, uh, you know. It wasn't yeah, absolutely just a few days, substantial. and then I was recalled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So actually, it doesn't matter that. There were another two months on the back of it. It was enough time as it happened. So, um, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, I think that was very different to probably uh, what I experienced in Dukana and, and definitely, Jack, what you experienced as well mm. um, in terms of uh, limitations that were uh, placed on us by things like border closures and different things. Um, but, Jack, if you want to tell us maybe a little bit more um, about what you were sent out to to kind of to do what your kind of um, assignment was there as well, um, and perhaps when you went and um, maybe tell us a bit about some of the things you got up to whenever you were there. Uh, so, yeah, so I went for uh, for five weeks, four or five weeks. Um, I think was it... I was trying to think earlier, I guess, will it be two and a half years ago, Amos? Or will it be... I think one? coming up to two years in 
coming up July to or June, coming, yeah. Coming up to tears. Wow, that is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's flown. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and so for for a uh, really similar uh, sort of reasons uh, to feel um, in that, um, I had a real interest in mission. Um, I always find it really exciting to hear of long term missions um, from. Uh, from church uh, here in Bristol, from church back home in Lincoln. Um, however, I was very naive, and in many ways, um, I'm still to kind of the um, uh, the practicalities. What it was actually like um, to uh, uh, to serve God overseas, um, and so it was it was kind of to uh, to see, to experience, to uh, uh, to hear, to learn from um, uh, from Eddie and Rachel from uh, from you, Amos, who have been there for. Um, uh, for 10 11 months at that point um uh to see from your experience to hear what it was like to feed kind of the uh, my own excitement my own enthusiasm my own um hopes and prayers for uh for what god might hold in the future and 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 to consider the long term short term to uh, to see yeah. um uh, to see what the long term could hold um and what god wills um after the long term and, and and so what that practically involved um was um it was a lot of, I didn't know too much. It was kind of, I went, um, and I went to see, there was no plan. There was no role particularly. Um, but, um, I mean, Open God's timing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it was just an awesome. Um, it was a few hours after my, after my final exam, um, I jumped on a plane. <laughs> so it was a really, really crazy turnaround. You had a very, um, yeah, you had a mental turnaround, a very yeah. hectic. 24 yeah. 48 hour period <laughs> non-stop you can tell us all about that if you'd like uh, so yeah so i went from a few hours um had a horrific parasite exam to then jumping on a plane um and then kenya and then um and then yeah traveling up to the north and um and it was awesome it was it was a mix of outreach so heading into um the uh, the rural uh, the rural families and, and communities um, and opening up the Bible, uh, they had a farming course as well that was going on, which um, had the opportunity to uh, to teach as well and help out on, um, uh, which was awesome. So it was just a taste and a flavour to see um, how church worked, how mission worked, um, um, how God was being worshipped and shared um, um, in overseas cultures and overseas um, uh, communities. Um, uh, so yeah, it was an awesome experience and an, an awesome um, an awesome opportunity. Uh, see God at work um, in a very different setting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just remember my first meeting with you, Jack, being like waiting up in Dukana, um, yeah. like one or two a.m. in the morning, and Eddie had decided to <laughs> to give you guys a real warm welcome to Kenya and just do the two or three day journey in one day by road. <laughs> yeah, all in one. Yeah, all I tried to stay awake so hard, but I did drop the tomatoes. I think midway through. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah sleep just got me but yeah if i tried so hard <laughs> oh dear one job jack just driving across the chelby at night like yeah. waiting for you guys to get in one or two in the morning and just this dusty guy from the uk <laughs> yeah it was coming yeah, in with his bag being like just where can i sleep <laughs> yeah it was crazy the next morning waking up and um and yeah, seeing the surroundings having having driven at night, it was it was absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. quite a change of scene. <laughs> yeah. Good times, definitely. Uh, whirlwind journey into Kenya. Um, mm. So I suppose that kind of leads me nicely onto my next question, which is: um, Had you guys had any experience of overseas mission prior to your trip to Dukana? Um, 
and how was that if you had any experience uh, before how was that different um to, to what you experienced when you came to kenya maybe phil you could pick up on that yeah um i had some uh, experience with my church in swansea my student church um they ran a trip every year out to hungary with an organization called glow which for um global literature outreach and it was just um they were set up for short-term mission trips to yeah towns and cities um which they thought would benefit from some kind of interactive um yeah efforts made um in hungary when i went um that took the form of a a bible club or or a not a bible club sorry an english course or an english day camp with bible kind of throughout it and kids from the local town uh, would come with their friends it was the school holidays at that time and learn english but also get that um uh, get some some bible st- stories as well thrown in there um so they were short trips i went two years in a, in a row uh, it was only for 10 days or so but it, it was good preparation i think it was now having been to Dukana it was completely different yeah. and if anything it felt like just a, a a day camp in a in a in the UK um, it was run in a in a local bible school and we played games mm-hmm. and um you know there were there were meals available and then the kids went home uh however um there were lots of similarities as well. Uh, you work with a team of people. I work with a team of people in Hungary. Um, there was the language barrier to overcome. There were discussions to be had um, about how you would plan your day and what you wanted to get out of the day in the same way that that was very much part of the uh, structure of the day in Dukana with the Bible study in the morning. Yeah. Um, it was, yes, we're going to have fun today and we're going to be busy, but also... Um, how will we glorify God and what do we want these kids to learn today apart from, you know, a water fight? You know, what else are they going to take from uh, the content that we prepare? And so so in, in that way, um, yeah, there were lots of similarities and um, it, it did prepare me a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest difference was the, the climate and the remoteness of it all. Um, Definitely, yes. But yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Um... Jack, I suppose you could come back to you with kind of how what were your your first perceptions of um, Dukana perhaps compared to England or short term mission trips that you've been on before in terms of as Phil says there, um, the remoteness um, in terms of how perhaps how unreached the Gabra people were and um, what was your sort of what were your first impressions of that? Uh, so yeah, incredibly remote. Um, I think I I hadn't. Um, um, I hadn't been on short term mission before. Um, it was all it was all quite new to me. I'd 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 been to to Kenya and Tanzania a few years before on a farming on a farming program. It wasn't Christian, um, as such, and it was it was far, and we um, we toured the south of Kenya and the uh, the north of Tanzania, um, for a deworming um a scheme, and that was my first um, uh, you know the uh, the stir it would cause. I would just read uh. At the Bible in the morning, and the uh, the the conversations off the back of that were just uh, were just really phenomenal and really exciting. Um, 
And so it was awesome to see that level of engagement. But then, yeah, uh, first impressions of the North was just the remoteness, how it was completely cut off. There was no roads. Um, I mean, as you had said earlier, Amos, it's a full it's a full 24-hour drive. Yeah. Um, and yet the second half of that is just all all off-road. Mm. Um, uh, you don't see any 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 buildings, any other vehicles, um, any hospitals or, um, or facilities or amenities. Um, um, uh, just, yeah, incredibly cut off. Um, and yet, um, and yet also very welcoming. Um, I think the people were incredibly welcoming. Um, uh, the language barrier that was that immediately hit me as incredibly tricky and incredibly difficult, and just something that was a real burden. I think I, um, you know, I longed to have conversations and to chat to people, but um, but it was a real barrier, and and I found that I found that really hard as an immediate and um, I'm impressed. I, was, I, I don't think I'd ever been anywhere. Um, where uh, where english hadn't hadn't been hadn't been spoken um so that was quite new um and just the landscape it was all sand and rocks um uh, which for me until i'd i'd i've been to kenya and tanzania uh, before i'd not i'd not really left the uk so it was it was just an incredibly um an incredibly different landscape um and and in um and in clear an incredibly different way of life the uh the foods the culture the day-to-day routines the patterns the um um the different uh, the different dynamics in 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 how you relate to people and um what was culturally acceptable what wasn't yeah it was um yeah it was incredibly different um yeah big jump <laughs> yeah <laughs> very different even from uh, i think a lot of other places in kenya as well yes, um, yeah massively. yeah yeah so um I guess that kind of leads me on to my next question, which is um, what kind of made you or what motivated you want to go short term in the first place? Um, obviously, Jack, you're saying there um, you'd been to Kenya in a in a different sort of capacity, um, uh, doing work with um, veterinary. Um, but mm. what what sort of made you want to, to apply um, with AIM and to go out there to Kenya short term in the first place? Uh, so yeah, so I think it started. Um, I had very, I had a very sheltered upbringing <laughs> um, on the farm. I, I, I was always, I was always out working on the farm with Dad in Lincoln in the middle of nowhere. Um, but I had the awesome, the awesome privilege of um, being raised in a church where it was, um, it was really, it was always praying for um, the uh, the unreached church and the wider world. And we had a lot of missionary partners that we were supporting. And I just found it so. Um, exciting just just mm. um, having the prayer letters and um, hearing from them my parents would host host missionaries when they came back for the comment um, um over summers and and I just found that really exciting I I, I, I remember we were uh, we're so out in sticks it was it was a good 45 50 minutes drive to church at home and um, oh. I remember really nagging mum um, and dad to drive me to the uh, the mission evenings um <laughs> Which they did bless them after 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 they'd been at work all day. Um, yeah, that's a long. That's quite a while to church for. Yeah, yeah, it was a long. It must be drive. very rural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were out in the sticks. Yeah, we were. Um, and then when um, when I came to uni, big, um, yeah, big shift. Um, I did the yeah the farming program, um, for kind of two months in um, uh, traveling around Kenya and Tanzania, um, which was just a massive eye opener, um, for a different um, a different world. Um, um, and like I said, the just the conversations about my faith were just just phenomenal and so exciting. They weren't, but I mean, I, I 
uh, but purely the engagement um, I think I've not experienced uh, before and the excitement that came with that. And then it was with the, the Christian Union that I first met Tim, who's a, um, um, who works uh, for the UK office of yep. AIM. And, um, and he suggested it. He, he, he kind of said, oh, well, why don't you go short term and see if it's for you, if you're, if you're so excited. I went and spoke to him at a CU uh, sort of fair thing because uh, uh, I know a few people with AIM and, and, and I thought it was, a, it was a link and I'd go make small talk. And, um, <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, why don't you, uh, why don't you go if you find it so exciting? And, and I'll be honest, I, I, I hugely felt, um, oh, that's not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite quiet. Mm. Um, I'm not very, um, I'm not very eloquent. I'm not, uh, I'm not well equipped. And I um, hugely felt like, oh, you know, that's, yeah, that's not for people like me. That's, I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, nowhere near good enough um, for that kind of thing. But um, uh, but met with Tim several times, and uh, and he really encouraged me that actually it's not about how good I am, <laughs> but it's about how good God is. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and so he encouraged he encouraged short term as a taste to see what it was like for for future opportunities to not rule something out uh, because of my limitations, what 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 I think is limitation, but actually to see um, how unlimiting God is and 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 how He really is is um, is um, absolutely supreme and sovereign and, and and to see that at work in the uh, the missionary field overseas and um and, and what part i might have have to play in that in future certainly yeah that's a fantastic story um you know i, I really uh, i've sort of gone through that myself i suppose it's something perhaps that we go through as as uh, young guys you know that um there's a lot of times where we feel like oh i'm too young to, to be able to do this or um i'm not eloquent enough um, and I don't, <laughs> I don't have the life experience enough to to be able to do these sorts of things yet. But um, uh, God shows us, you know, through the example of um, people like Moses in the Bible, where mm. you remember uh, Moses yeah. says to God, you know, I'm not, I, I don't have the the ability, the capacity to to speak for you, God. Um, and He says, you know, um, it, it's not on your strength that you do this, but on mine. So, mm. yeah, that's amazing, Jack. Yeah. Um, so Phil, perhaps uh, for us, Phil, you could pick out. Uh, one highlight of those five weeks in Dukana, um, and maybe also one low light from your time in Kenya. Yeah, uh, I think this kind of links to the the question which Jack just answered. But one of the reasons what which um, kind of made me go out was um, the fact that I I thought that. Um, discipleship and and building relationships with with people was a was a strength of mine that was kind of part of the the initial research um, periods and and I also met Tim and sat down with him and uh, spoke about what what I was good at and what I struggled with and um, that happened with other mission organizations as well just to try and work out where you can best be used um, and discipleship and 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 building relationships with people, which of course is a big part of any um, missionary's life, um, I thought was a strength of mine, and uh, and that that leads on to then um, th- this highlight, uh, which was probably building relationships with those teachers in in the school where I worked. Mm. It wasn't. I presumed, you know, naively um, that I would go in and, and build those quickly, and it wasn't quick at all. 
um it was it was it was quite slow to be honest um and i was only there for for, for four weeks like i said but uh, it was a slow process but it was rewarding and um conversations and small interactions in the staff room slowly um turn into you know jokes and laughter and suddenly you're you're getting to know these people maybe out of out of the staff room and out of the school context and uh, there were uh, i think five or six teachers who I really got on with uh, some of them were were muslim uh, there were two who catholic guys and yeah. two two girls um, who, who weren't religious, but uh, the ability to, or the fact that it could happen there and happen so naturally, albeit a bit slowly, but it did, it did, we did gel in the end, and the fact that it could happen was great. And I, I'm thankful for for those friendships we 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 made and the conversations we could have off the back of them. Um, there, there was, I suppose, there were times at the beginning where I thought, wow, this might be. This might be tricky with with the language barrier, with the fact that I was just a, a new face in school and I was only there for a short period of time, which maybe is a is a, a negative of short term mission. But um, God was gracious, and those friendships, like I said, um, were, were vessels for good conversations and. Um, I get messages still from uh, a guy, perhaps you know him, uh, but both of you in the school called Juma, um, who, who, you know, he says, how's it going over there in Manchester um, or, or something like that. And it's, it's nice to know that you've made an impression and um, you have those relationships still. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was a big highlight for me. Awesome. Um, low light as well, or, yeah, oh. go for your role. Like perhaps you've already uh, um, talked about that in the sense that you had to leave early. Maybe that was your role. Yeah, pr- probably. Um, uh, we think. I mean, yes, that was that. That was uh, that was just circumstantial. But uh, yeah. Um, um, I suppose it's great that you can't think of a low light, Phil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I don't look back on my time there and think. No. Oh well, you know. Um, that was really, you know, there are always difficult and awkward situations when you're new in a place. Mm. But that's the same for any new experience. That wasn't necessarily because I was in Dukana. Um, I think maybe the fact that I was there and no one from the from the get go was a short termer, um, perhaps, was was difficult. Um, right. Because. Um, I don't know. I just got the feeling that uh, among the the Kenyan workers who, who work for the church and yeah. the, the wider ministry, that uh, not that not that my work would be less valuable or that there was a problem with with short term help, but uh, it was. I guess it was always going to be short term, and I was always going to leave. And I always thought, wow. You know, if if you can commit to longer, how great it would be to commit to longer, to because everything is uh, is better in that sense. You can build better relationships and you can get to know people more. And when that time is cut short, it's just everything's you've got less time to do everything in, I suppose. Yeah. So I was just hoping for more time and um, 
had in the back of my mind for, for other short termers just that just that um point about going for longer if you can yeah i i, I guess that's a, a good frustration to have um, and yeah. in the sense that you know that should be what short term kind of breeds in us that uh, desire to to be there longer and um, to be mm. in a in a place in a position where we can serve more um strategically and we can really put down roots somewhere um, mm. and build those long-term relationships with people and that give us that desire to, to come out long-term um, as I suppose and um, mm-hmm. what I see is the real kind of the real point of, of short-term mission alongside supporting uh, yeah. the work of those that are already there so yeah but yeah. I, I can't really take that as a low light fill but we'll accept it yeah <laughs> awesome good stuff um Jack perhaps you want to tell the listeners a little bit about how you were able to use your skills as a vet although not having not uh, qualified fully as a vet just yet or at that stage and um, perhaps you want to give us one or two tidbits about how um, you were able to maybe advise or use your skills as a vet or perhaps interact in a close way if you know what I'm getting at with uh, yeah, um, certain yeah, animals yeah. in Dukana <laughs> uh, so yes yeah, so it's pretty insane um, from uh, from the get go in that um, I think Eddie and Rachel didn't know much about me uh, they didn't know I was from a farming family um, didn't know how good a cook you it, were either I should say yeah. <laughs> Jack makes a great know, lasagna. I know. Greatest yeah, yeah, lasagna I've ever had. Surreal. Yeah, that's quite a surreal Sunday making lasagna for yeah, yeah, for quite a load of people. Um uh, but yeah, and and um and I think the Monday after um after I got to Dakana they were starting uh, starting a farm in God's Way course, um which was really awesome because um yeah, I guess um, um I love farming, huge passion of mine, um having been raised in a farming family um to the point of uh kind of don't even see it as a as a skill because it's just what ev- ev- everyone around me is doing so it was awesome that uh, that god had just aligned that that there was a farming course happening literally as i was arriving so i could i could i could be part of that and um, and then and then so that brought um th- uh, 13 of the local of the local people um uh, that would come and would do would do a bible study would do the theory of farming then out in the uh chamber of the fields um in the afternoon and and um a lady there had a had a goat um that got bitten um by a hyena um and then crows were pecking the wound so that was awesome um to well i mean it wasn't awesome for the goat or or, or for her but it was awesome to, uh, for to, the to use some of the, yeah 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 uh, but even the hyena I, I think it only got one bite no, i didn't get full meal <laughs> so it's just no no it was a lose-lose on every every account um uh, but yeah that was awesome to be able to to head in um and into the uh the center of um, of the car invited to uh yeah to someone's home to yeah to look at a goat um spend time um, having a go cleaning the wound um, yeah. um and yeah keeping the goat going for uh, for milk for meat um and and the farming as a whole i think i think half half the women came to the church uh, sort of regularly half didn't so uh, mm. the fields were uh, were right beside the church so it was an awesome way um every morning there's a bible study in the church and before before the field work um often they come in and 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 have a listen and sit into those bible studies so it was just an awesome way to see uh, to see how something like farming um, or something like um, um, stitching up a goat can <laughs> and how God can use that to uh, to reach out to people um, and to and to form connections with people um, um, in different ways yeah super yeah that was great to be able to see you um, use those skills in a in a very particular way I mean 
Um, you know, Eddie is obviously very skilled in terms of engineering. Um, Rachel's skilled in terms of um, being able to, to relate to women and, and take care of them um, as a midwife and, and many other skills that they have. And then um, Jack comes into the mix with his, his veterinary skills. It was a great uh, great time to be in Tucano. It was very exciting indeed. Um, and to see mm-hmm. to see stuff, I suppose, grow out of the, the rocky ground as well and to see stuff actually yeah. grow. Um, that was just amazing for me. Phenomenal. Just yeah. if you if you'd ever been there, if you ever see a picture of it, you just think nothing could ever grow there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was great. Um, finally, then, since. what's that, Derek? Sorry, haven't quite had it since a goat went by a hyena. I think that was a one-off. <laughs> yeah, no, sure no hyena again. injured uh, livestock in Lincolnshire. I get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. Um, I, I think I also remember Jack another sort of highlight perhaps something that sticks out in my mind of you is that time that we went to your village just outside of Dukana called Kubiari um, mm-hmm. and we went there for Bible study there was basically a lot of people that wanted a lift back to Dukana yes. um, we only had yeah. one tiny the little three series Land Rover and yes. everybody wanted to cram into that with goats mm. and sheep and all the rest of it yeah, and work, you just see I'm in the car behind in. and all I can see is Jack just like <laughs> wincing as this sheep just is sort of put right beside his head and even though you're a vet jack uh, i think you got a bit too close for comfort to that that animal that time <laughs> yeah yeah i got i i, I got covered and done didn't i i've <laughs> did. forgotten about that but yes. yeah yeah it was right on my shoulders and yeah yeah i think the sheep freaked and uh yeah <laughs> covered you, me. you were the person for it jack no yeah. nobody else could handle that <laughs> Uh, um, so I suppose that leads me on to my last question for you both um, and that is um, I'm just wondering how has your experience um, of mission perhaps changed after being in Dukana short term um, for four or five weeks um, has that changed your view on mission to um, what your view on it perhaps was before you went out um, and how so Phil perhaps you want to pick up on that first yeah I think to answer the question directly, yes, it's it's changed my outlook on mission completely. Uh, of course, I knew kind of what it would be like before heading out, but now having spent time with um, you know Western missionaries out there and Kenyan workers who who are part of the ministry team uh, and going out with the evangelism team to, to towns nearby not just Dukana and to to eat together and to see what is going on there to smell the same things and to 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 be immersed in in all that um it's it, it was life-changing really uh, i uh, it was a bit of a you know my mum said when i came back did that just feel like a kind of a dream because i i didn't i was I was here in, in, in the UK and I went for five weeks, experienced all that, and then I was back back in the UK and it did feel very surreal. But no doubt now it's given me a just a, a basis for how I pray about mission, how I think about the people who are back on the on the mission field in Dukana. Um, for both of the American families who live there. To know to know the struggles that they're going through every day, uh, having lived those with them, and and to to be side by side going through that with them, small things and big things, it, it's yeah, it really has 
change the way I think about it. Um, no, no doubt there's a difference between just giving uh, and and um, and hearing back from prayer letters or people um, on, on furlough and going out and 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 feeling that heat and um, and experiencing all all of the the things which come with with mission um, and so yes I'm very glad I'm very glad that I did it um, and I can only recommend it to any Christian uh, not 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 necessarily one who's looking to have a, have a career in, in mission uh, just to inform their general worldview and um, and Christian outlook, I think it's really beneficial. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, Jack, what about you? How has that sort of, um, suppose, maybe rounded your perception mm. of mission um, and then the purpose of short-term mission within that? Um, and, and mm. you know, I think yeah. it's very easy, maybe, while we're in the UK, to, to kind of look at Jesus' command in, in Matthew 28 and say, go and make disciples of all, um, of all men. How does that... Um, become real to you I suppose since you um, had spent time in Dukana yeah um, I guess like I was saying earlier in that um, everything was so different the um, yeah the climate the temperature the countryside the uh, the culture the clothes the food everything and yet um, that outlook on the world and how we relate uh, to one another and how we relate to the world um, all was so similar because we have the same the same God, uh, the one God. And I think that just uh, just really impacted me that uh, that everything could be so different and yet um, and yet right at the core with having the same uh, the same Father in heaven, the same creator. Um, there's sort of that instant um, uh, that instant family and and um, and it was really powerful to see God's word just alive and at work in um, in really different ways um, but the same God, the same scriptures, the same passages, um, uh, the same the same gospel, um, mm. and and to see that at work through different cultures, through different people was just so powerful, um, and I think yeah, the Great Commission that uh, that Matthew twenty eight that was um, uh, yeah I read that several times out there because again that uh, that really impacted me in that um, in that call to go to. You uh, had to go and make disciples, and 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 from every nation, and and then, um, I mean, then through to the end, Revelation to, uh, to think of every nation, every tribe, every people, every language, and 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 it's almost a flavour of that. It's like a foretaste of heaven, seeing that, um, and all the different people, um, to to hear about, and about just how um, and how good God is, um, just how 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 awesome he he is in his provision of Jesus, and the and the, and the great need. Uh, to turn to him um, uh, was it just kind of really impacted me, and and I think exactly like Phil said, for for fueling prayer for mission um, as well for giving um, um, and a really um, and for a desire a longing to uh, to tell people uh, to tell people about Jesus here here and 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 if God wills overseas one day um, uh, to come back and to and to see. Um, uh, to see the need um, in somewhere like Dakana, um, and then it almost it, it almost impacted me on coming back to the UK. The need here as well in the UK, um, and as well in and and talking to friends and family that didn't know Jesus, and and, mm. and so yeah, summarise it kind of. Um, I mean, waking up to the goodness of God again, um, afresh. How awesome um, He is! How awesome Jesus is, and the gospel, and um, how urgent it is to uh, to turn to Him, and. Um, and yeah, real um, a prayer and a longing for uh, for overseas mission um, in the future, if God wills. 
yeah fantastic um yeah it's just so encouraging for me to be able to see um suppose how it hasn't put you off <laughs> um <laughs> both of you guys that uh i think that it had that same impact on me you know that they just kind of um sort of confirmed that calling on my heart mm. to long-term mission um mm. no matter no matter what the struggles or the language barriers were or the frustrations that we experienced that um yeah that god, that god provides in every situation as you say jack and that um, his grace and his strength is there for us to rely on every day um, in, in that context and even for us who were there only for a short time that we were able to see that as a real uh, a real blessing and an encouragement to be able to um, have had you there Jack at the same time as me and to have um, had your cooking provided to us um, and, and <laughs> Phil as well just a real um, encouragement to come to know you through uh, a shared experience of short term mission um, mm. in the same context so thank you guys so much for coming on to uh the podcast um i really appreciate it um and just yeah look forward to, to hearing more um, about how god works in your lives in the future um, and perhaps one day being able to meet post-covid um, and perhaps um maybe rendezvousing in, in kenya itself again someday mm. um, so thank you guys so much take care thank you thanks thank you thank you for listening to this episode of African on Missions podcast. I hope that you've been encouraged by what you've heard and that you'd commit to praying for the work of establishing Christ-centered churches amongst all African peoples.